welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we begin a brand new series today called Stop People Pleasing. Are you a people pleaser? Are you someone who feels like you're constantly compelled to impress other people or to gain some sort of uh, approval. And whether that's your family or your people in your corporate life, I think uh, all of us have some areas where we want to be uh, considered worthy or valued or qualified or recognized in some way, shape, or form. So I think this is going to be a helpful series for a lot of people. In fact, I want to start out the series by giving you the 10 signs that you may be a people pleaser. And then we're going to get into some other areas on how to stop and some other psychology on the issue. So I think this is going to be a great series, and I believe that um, it would be important for you to share this, especially if you know it will help people. And if you have, say, people on your team that are struggling a bit with it, or if you have people in your life that are struggling, or, or even if you are struggling with this, at again, at any area or level of life, This could be an incredibly beneficial and life-changing podcast series. So let's dive into the the very beginning of this, and that is to first help you with the diagnosis to see if this is something that maybe you're struggling with in an area. So as you listen to these, um, you know, signs or diagnosis that you may be a people pleaser, remember to think about it from all areas. Okay, so people pleasing involves speaking and behaving to accommodate the emotional needs of others. Typically, it is to the detriment of your own needs. In fact, it can be hard to combat people-pleasing, but there's definitely hope. There's ways to overcome it, Uh, such as practicing saying no, (laughs) for example, because so many of us don't say no when we should be saying no, and we need to, to also allocate time for ourselves. And uh, so this is really important, and it's it's critical to your overall self-esteem. And I've seen people that, you know, do this unknowingly and end up unraveling several uh, areas of their lives uh, that uh, that make them feel bitter and angry and used and run over. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't want to see you there. I'm, I'm here to help you. So uh, a people pleaser is a type of person who constantly goes above and beyond to make other people feel good. This kind of person usually puts their own needs aside to cater for others. They will also put themselves in harm's way for others who may or may not uh, reciprocate. People-pleasing usually comes from a place of, in areas of insecurity. doesn't mean that you are insecure, but you may have an area of insecurities we've mentioned already. And those that behave this way often feel that they do. And others will value them and accept them. Instead, these visuals are like these individuals are, are likely to feel burned out and resentful, as I'd mentioned, 
uh, towards those they always help. And then, of course, this drains them and they're not able to meet their own needs. So are there personality types that seem to be more prone to people-pleasing? Well, while there's no specific personality types that are more prone than others, we do know that individuals with low self-esteem or a history of relational trauma may be more susceptible to it. They may be more likely to engage in tendencies that would be people-pleasing. And they do this basically to cope. So it doesn't mean you're a bad person, doesn't mean that you're a failure, doesn't mean that you are uh, a mess. It just means that you have some areas that you've got to tweak and work on. And I'm here to give you several ideas on how to do that. It's, it's important, though, to recognize how trauma can lead to uh, different kind of coping mechanisms, such as poor interpersonal boundaries, or putting yourself last all the time. And the combination of these may make you feel more taken advantage of and lead you down a bad downward spiral of people-pleasing and seeking validation in order to make yourself feel better about yourself and hopefully impress someone. <laughs> and, and again, a lot of this stuff is done subconsciously. It doesn't mean that you wake up in the morning and go, gee, who can I please today? It's not like that. This is just something that is at the underlying level that uh, is the, as soon as we become self-aware of it and we recognize it, which is what I'm hoping to help you with today and tomorrow, then we can begin to work on it, okay? So here, here's some signs to see, and you might want to get a pen out. Uh, first of all, number one, and I've mentioned this one already, the big one, you can't say no. You have a hard time saying no because you want everybody to like you. You want everybody to be happy with you, and it ends up backfiring on you. You end up... Instead of, you know, seeing, you know, what you want out of it, which is, you know, I'm going to make everybody happy if I say yes all the time. You know, they're really going to appreciate me. Instead, it happens. It goes just the opposite. So it ends up, you feel run over, you feel taken advantage of, you feel used, you don't feel appreciated, and then you feel resentful and bitter and all those bad things start happening, right? Um, you, you think the best way to, to make people like you is just by, by being overly agreeable, but that's just so, so wrong. So mark that one down if you're guilty of it. Number two, you feel anxious about other people's opinions to the point that it affects your better judgment on a lot of things in a lot of areas. This also can stem from insecurity. You have fears about people perceiving you in a way that you may not like so, you end up conforming yourself to fit into somebody else's box, even if you're not being true to your own core values and to who you really, really are. And then that creates cognitive dissonance. And we've talked about cognitive dissonance in past podcasts, and that can make you a train wreck, okay? Cognitive dissonance is basically where there's disagreement between your heart and your mind because they're constantly communicating, and that gives you this feeling of uneasiness or unrest, uncomfortableness, uh, that just makes you feel like something is wrong with you. All right. So, so that's number two. Now we are out of time today. So we, I'm going to come back and finish this list tomorrow. I hope you'll join me and again, share it with others who it may benefit. This is Michelle Steffes, Reframe and Rewire. Looking forward to having you back tomorrow. And uh, thank you for joining